Katie. What up, Hazel Monet? Oh my God. It's been a minute, at least in this form. We've seen and talked to each other quite a bit since our last episode, but it's been a bit since then, I think. A lot mm-hmm. has happened, but some has here. happened. Oh, just a couple of things, um, but we made it to 2021. Woo-woo. You know, whoop whoop. At the very least, we can just say we're still here, trying to That's fight right. the good fight, um, do our best. Um, so I'm glad to be back here with you for our um, fifth. I think we're on our fifth, right? Yeah. Some point, um, we're just gonna lose count. We're gonna start. Lo- yeah, we're gonna get there. We're like not counting, but I'm super excited. <laughs> um, first um, episode of 2021. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New um, Year. And um, you know, we're we're in a time, and I just feel like we're just gonna go straight no chaser. We're gonna go after that thing. And so today, you know, we're gonna talk about anger. Yeah. Um, and first, I guess um, I want to just start with like, because we've ta- we're talking about this thing that's happening in the world, this stuff that's happening in the world, in our, in our neighborhoods, in our homes sometimes. And, you know, I, um, I live in Washington, D.C. That's mm-hmm. some backdrop, background for people. Um, mm-hmm. And this last week was really just a... Um, there are no words. There are no words, and I think the the feeling that most feel that feels most present is anger. Anger about all of the things that we, you know, many people have written about and we're talking about. Like, if this were black people, this would have never been the case. You know, like right. those things. I'm actually at the place where I'm like tired of hearing that narrative because I'm like, duh, I already know. <laughs> like, what are we gonna do about it? And so I feel like the righteous anger of like, I want. Um, I want people to stop sitting, you know, idly by. I want us to like move. Mm. Um, and we're going to talk more about this as we enter in our conversation, but I'm thinking a lot about how anger at this particular moment, looking at what's happening in the world is actually necessary and also points towards your values. Personally, right. it points towards my values. Like if I can look at this, everything that's happening in the world and even in our specifically in our, um, country the United States and not be angry I'm like oh what do you value what do you like do you actually care about people um right. and right. um you know Katie I want you to sort of share a little bit too about like kind of the flip side of that um isn't sort of you know there's one side of it where it's like well why don't you care get it together why aren't you angry about this get your yeah. values in alignment and on the other side of that it's like someone might actually be so angry um, really value this, but there's just this barrage, right, of one thing after the next, one tragedy after another tragedy, and then you know you might get to a place where you feel a little, a little numb. You want to say anything about kind of that particular experience? Yeah, I mean, for me, with with the what are we calling the insurrection, the coup, the, the what the happened coup. at. what happened at the the Capitol. Um, I don't know if it's about numbness for me at the, at the moment of not, you know, I had to preach that night um, Mm. when, when all that happened. And I keep telling people that I think I was actually the wrong preacher because um, I was not shocked. I was not Mm. angry. I was not appalled and like, what our democracy just got, like this in America, this happened in America. Like, <laughs> and, and I think it's because, you know, I, I mean, the obvious, right. That 
is, and this is, this is also what's been happening, right? Like this is also some of the, um, uh, the articles that are coming out left and right, that this is America, right? That like, yeah, this type of violence and, um, entitlement and, uh, need for control is America. Right. And, um, so for me, the lack of anger was more like I've been angry mm, mm, and mm. I'm almost actually angry that now you're angry. Mm. Like I'm angry at the people who are appalled right now. Because right. where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> right. You know, and, and I think that's similar to backdrop for me. Right. I'm in Minneapolis. Yeah. And and when George Floyd was killed. And people were like shocked. That was their awakening moment to racism being pervasive and yeah. everywhere in America. I mean, we all have the right, whatever, to start wherever we want to start on our journey, right? Like we, what, you know, trying to be compassionate. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's so hard though, Katie. It's so hard. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. Difficult. Right. It is. And I was angry at other people's new anger. Yeah. As, and, that's a really important point. Yeah. So, so valuable, Katie. As I, I, I saw this um, image online and it's an older white um, wheelchair user, male wheelchair user, and he's got the sign. He's at a Black Lives Matter protest. And he's like, I'm sorry it took me so long, but I'm here or something to that effect. And, you know, everyone's like underneath the picture, like, oh, great, wonderful. You know, the journey's long. And I was like, fuck that. Like if I can be really frank, like, and I mean, on a real human level, right. Because we're talking about this, the pot, we're only human. Like I want to, I'm with you with the, like wanting to have the compassion. And I think for me, where the anger comes in is like, like literally, where have you been? Like, this isn't um, new. Um, and it isn't even actually hidden. It's been so blatant for so long. And I'm like, you've actually had to choose like to not let that thing impact you. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the other layer of anger that I feel about it is even that last sentence. It's like, I don't have a choice. I'm black. I have zero choice on whether this thing impacts me or not. Mm -hmm. Like I can like wake up and be like, well, I'm really not that bothered by the demise of this particular group of people because it has nothing to do with me. I don't like, I can't even imagine feeling that way <laughs> about anything, right? Mm -hmm. Especially though, when we're talking about racism because yeah. it has everything to do with you white people, yeah. right? It has everything yeah. to do with everybody. And so the anger comes in like, yeah, both to what you're saying of like, oh, I just didn't know this was happening. I couldn't believe this could be us. I'm like, where was you during reconstruction? You weren't here during the war of 1812. You weren't here during the trail of tears. Where you right. haven't read anything? Like, you right. know, so you haven't Googled. Do, right. So I do feel the anger of like, I don't get the luxury, if you will, of not knowing um, what's going on, um, not feeling the impact of all of the quite literal, like, hot mess that is this United yeah. States. So yeah, that's, it's angry uh, making and kind of the, the, the big piece of it is, you know, there's the anger that is super like a name sort of the righteous anger. That's really big and bold and points to the values. And then there are these moments of anger where it's like rage, 
just a fiery rage where sometimes I don't even know where to go and what to do with that thing. And, and I, I can't even leave the house because I'm like, if I see in this case, you know, around racism, if I see a white person and they yeah. even blink at me the wrong way, I don't even yeah. know what I'm about to do. Um, and so we're going to talk, I'll talk more about that kind of the way that violence is um, that kind of anger connected to violence really shows up in me, but um, we get the point. <laughs> well, and I just want to say one thing, right? Yeah, go ahead. Cause I feel like this is partly, you know, my response in this given moment in our country is like, I recognize the part of me that's like the good white person, right? Mm. Like, because there was a time when I had my own awakening or I had my yeah. own moment of like, holy shit, this is wild. That yeah. like, that, that, yeah, like it, 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 there was a time when stuff hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's not as if I right. <laughs> walked around my whole life, not having the luxury to not think about this. Um, and so that has played in the back of my mind this in 2020 and now in 2021 about like, I, I feel that way. And it is infuriating and it's exhausting actually to mm. like have to constantly respond and take in other people's anger and shockness at the events when I've been feeling it for what, 15 years? Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, all oh, right, there's a humbling moment yeah. of like, like cute, Katie, um, you felt it for 15 years, but there's people who have been experiencing it while in the womb um, yeah. in their whole life. Right. And so, yeah. so, so it's really a question for me and, and we don't need to get into it now, but like, for me, the invitation is how do I, how do, where and how do I process that anger? Um hmm and and with who and 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 it's not about building compassion but like i don't even know what it is um it's something i don't even i don't even want to give a, a answer of what it is i just i, think I just know that i need to figure out what to do with it yeah and i think like what I appreciate about our conversations, whether it be about anger or, you know, we had a conversation about desire and a conversation about being tired, right? Like, yeah, that it's so vast. That's the whole point yeah. of sort of the conversation. So maybe in this moment, you don't actually have to have like an answer. Maybe you can just be like, I'm angry about this and yeah. hold the complexity of the the moment where you're like, okay, I don't want to be angry. I want to have compassion. and I'm not there yet. And guess what? Anger is a spectrum. So we, we can be where we are right now. But I want to like yeah. sh shift too, because I, I know that, um, you know, mm -hmm. part of part of anger is so many other things. So and I could talk right. about that forever, but I want you to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that, like, I think part of why um, I'm not quite sure what to do or don't have the answers because anger has been an interesting companion mm. in terms of an emotion throughout all of my life. I've had a lot of things in my own personal life, family life to be angry about where I've, you know, experienced, um, you know, I, I heard someone say like a response of anger is in response to violation, right? Like some mm. sort of violation that has occurred. Um, and so I've had a lot to be angry about in, in terms of that. And 
anger in response of violation, even when it's appropriate and like you've been wronged and hurt, has not been uh, the acceptable emotion. Um, especially being enculturated and constructed as a woman, you know, yeah. um, that to have anger is not okay um, or not becoming or, you know, whatever. And, mm-hmm. and so what often would happen is that I would substitute anger with crying, with sadness. Mm. Um, so when I was actually hurt and, and violated and like having, like I was angry, I just cry. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and that's one thing when I'm like, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, but like literally when I'm now 36 and, uh, and this just happened this week, right? Like, um, something happened where I, I had some anger and, and it wasn't like big anger. It was just like frustrated and angry. Yeah. And this was a interpersonal conflict. And, and I just started like tears started coming to my eyes mm. and and I instantly was like oh, shut it down Katie like why are you crying like stop crying because oh. I know I know the crying is going to communicate something to the other person that isn't what I'm trying to communicate I'm wanting right. to communicate frustration <laughs> and anger and not uh sadness and comfort me right like right. it's like i want um, your response to match my actual emotion yeah. but the emotion i'm showing is not right exactly <laughs> <Fix it. laughs> so my shorthand especially not in like maybe a professional relationship or like um even a friendship but like you know with my spouse and some of my community members i've told them flat out i was like don't let these tears fool you okay tell them katie I'm angry like Mm -hmm. because what happens too on the flip side right if if we're in a if we're in a conflict and I start crying then you start to feel responsible for you know taking care of me or like you might feel hurt because you're now seeing me hurting in this particular way and that's not also fair to the other person right because it's not I don't need your comfort I like I personally don't need it and it puts them in a really sticky, weird place to be like not able for them to feel their anger. They're having yeah. to move to compassion and, you know, um, so man. That's a really anger. tricky one. Like <laughs> I yeah, appreciate what you shared too about sort of like the being um, kind of enculturated as a woman. And um, I think there's just so many layers. If I can for a second share sort of my yeah. my relationship with anger and I do substitute emotions um anger in particular it was like the least welcome emotion but the most expressed it, it's like mm. uh, such confusing. a confusing kind of so confusing that's the right word it's so yeah. confusing I'm like but you're angry at me all the time but I can't be angry about the literal violence I'm you know that's happening yeah. to me and but okay let me just like smile and wave and be happy I'm so depressed I don't know what's going on um and I think yeah you grow that up uh, you know into sort of adulthood and what happens for me at least is now you've actually you being kind of my, my family upbringing you've actually made it much harder for me to navigate the emotion on, on a whole spectrum. So then like it's either snuff it or it feel mm. that to the max and neither of those extremes are healthy. Yeah. And so um, I think, you know, I've, 
I don't have any children, but I always thought about like when I thought at one point about having children, like I had all these ideas about like, I'm going to, they're going to be able to fill the range and we're going to talk about this, that, you know, like I always really wanted something different. And I still feel, I mean, I have children in my life that I get to still interact with. And so I still bring those pieces of wisdom, but the other layer, you know, for, for me is now, not only was I not able to be angry just because of like the culture I grew up in and growing up as a, a young um, girl, but now I'm, I'm a grown black woman and mm-hmm. there's no way, I mean, this is what society says to me. This is not what I believe, but there's no way for me to be angry and just let that emotion be what it is. Right. If I'm angry, everybody's just afraid now. Everyone is like, oh my God, let's not make Hazel angry. And then actually mm-hmm. what happens in those moments is that people dehumanize me. They, yes. They're afraid to connect with me on that level of humanity, literally. Like yep. if I'm experiencing yep. some expression of my humanity, which man- is manifesting as anger, um, and I'm seeing people respond to me with like fear or, oh yes, anything that you say, well then actually that trains my brain to believe when you're angry, you need to be more approachable because you want them to like really stay with you. So then right. like my substitution becomes like, small I become like I'm really Hmm. pissed about something really really hard and I've got to be like well I really want to honor and I just want to be like you know what you you know like I just want to like say the things right and so I think we we have to think Hmm. about and, and I hope you know as we all we're all doing our best honestly I mean again we're doing the best we can we're trying to be human we're trying to respond to how we were brought up, um, mixed mm-hmm. with what we're living, mixed with who we want to be. Right? It's so hard. Um, so I don't want to like be too hard on myself or others. But I really do believe that, um, yeah, the more that we snuff it out in ourselves, like deny our own humanity, there's no way that we can actually allow, I can't allow you f- to fully feel every part of your anger, Katie, like if mm-hmm. I'm not even doing it for myself. Um, mm. if, and we have to grow our, we got to grow our muscles. We really yeah. have to grow our yeah. capacity, right? And I want to move, is it okay with you that we can move to that next piece? Like, I feel like yeah, a big of part of it is just growing and building our capacity for anger. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, it's important, you know, when we sort of, when we entered into this, this, this conversation, <clears throat> there's a lot to, to be angry about, yes. whether it's about what's going on in the world. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe, you know, your, your partner's being such a little butt and you're frustrated with them, you know, right, right. it's normal. I think, um, one of the places where, um, I feel a lot of tension with that is that, <clears throat> we have to be paying attention. Excuse me. That's probably really loud in the ears. <laughs> um, part of the building, the capacity, let me pause. But part of the building capacity isn't to say be angry or not. Don't be angry. It is actually to play around um, and be, be more discerning about where on this spectrum, if I'm really angry right now, is this the kind of anger that's going to lead me down to a place of like, kind of no return I'm just going to get like physically violent and it's it's a wrap is this a place of violence where I'm going to be able to access the ami place of anger excuse me where I'm going to be able to access what I'm truly feeling and share that with this person in in an authentic way kind of Mm -hmm. just being able to 
play around with it a little bit, give ourselves room um, and creating space for the anger to come in. And yeah. so um, I think of little things, you know, I have my, my niece in my life and, you know, she bumps her leg and she's in pain. I'm not gonna be like, oh no, no, it's okay. I'm like, that, did that hurt? Yeah, that hurt. Okay, let's make sure you're mm -hmm. okay. <clears throat> and we move forward. But I think the instinct is to be like, oh, you're fine. It's okay. It's okay. Instantly. Right. But what if she's not? <laughs> like, and right. now I've just like already told her that she's fine. And whatever emotion that is literally valid based on hurting yourself is not okay. Right. So right. I think we have an influence in not just children, but each other's lives to say, like, wow, like if I hear you, Katie, saying something that like I know you're angry about, but you're like, oh, but it's okay. I'm trying to have compassion. I'm like, no. <laughs> Be angry, right? I can give right. you the permission in that moment and tell you, not only do I think you have the capacity to be angry, I'm telling you, I have the capacity to hold you and I'm not going to like cast you out and, you know, make you do something that you don't want to do. So I think that um, kind of that's a really big piece. Um, and I want to, I know I've been talking a little bit, but I do think that the other side of that coin, because it's not just so cut and dry. So maybe it's like one of the other sides. It's, many, it's a many-sided, many-faced thing, anger is. Um, I, you know, we were talking about like this idea of like the patriarchy because we, we can't get away from it um, in that some of the ideals around what it means to be human even are really shaped around what it means to be a man or what it means to be masculine, whatever that means. Yeah. And, and some part of that is attached to the emotions that are acceptable and not acceptable. Mm -hmm. um, and so in this case, like anger is a very gendered um, emotion. Yeah. that all the things that we saw on display this past week, many of them men, white men, there were some white women out there for sure, but many of them white men, that's acceptable. The, the I'm so angry about the, that this country is making decisions I don't like and I'm gonna be violent about it. But mm -hmm. the anger that, you know, and I'm, we're talking about it because it's always what people talk about, the either or, but the anger that many people like me and others, black and brown and indigenous mm -hmm. and Latinx, all the folks mm -hmm. who are like, I'm mad because I'm dying. I'm mad because you keep killing my people and I'm going to let you know I don't appreciate it. That kind of anger, even from men, <laughs> even from black men, right? If, we're, um, if we layer on gender and race yeah. in this context, right? And so I think anger, um, not that we need white men to give us the okay to be angry, please push on. But I think we, the <laughs> mm -hmm. rest of us who are not, need to um, connect with one another. It's interdependent work, of course. Yeah, for sure. To help us all get a little freer from that um, right. snuffing out um, of our anger. And so, yeah it feels like a really important place to just play around, try For it sure. out um, in safer spaces, you know, and see what happens. Anger is really important uh, and necessary, especially now. Yeah. And, and I would say that what you're naming is like the part that you're naming that I'm really resonating with is the, well, <laughs> when you're saying, you know, the, the, when you're angry to assess, you know, sort of where is this anger going to lead? That's like superhuman. I mean, that you're <laughs> in the moment, 
right? Like if, cause right. if I'm activated, that's going to be pretty impossible. But I think what you're naming, right. Is like having another person with you, mm-hmm. like being in a relationship with someone who can not get activated by your anger and be yep. able to hold your anger. But that takes work, right? Because yeah. maybe if I'm like totally pissed off and angry and I am wanting to like pick up the sword or whatever, figuratively, that you get to say, because you're not activated either, you get to say, hey, hey Katie, hold off. Like, don't go like- mm. I say things like, I don't have any bail money. So just don't do things just that are going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> But then also- I think what you're also inviting into is like proactive, like work around anger. Like we have to mm. be able to sit with parts of us that are angry and, and bring that up in places that are safe and, and able to hold that so that when we do get the permission, like we saw to, to have our anger on display. Um, and when anger meets entitlement or anger meets power, um, horrific violence occurs and has been occurring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a very long time. Um, and I think that directly comes out of men and particularly white men not being able to deal with anger. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, 100%. that they're told they can't have, they need to have control and self-control and, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I don't want to speak too I heavily mean, on so... male issues, but, you know, like, there's something there where we're needing to not just wait till we're angry to flex some of the muscles around anger and to build healthy capacities. Yeah. It. Yeah. You made me think your what you shared made me sort of think my brain these days, I think there's just so much going on, but um, it, it made me think really quickly about um, kind of what some layer of the anger, like if I, if you say you and I are, you know, having a conflict and you express anger toward me, some reason why I might want to snuff out your anger is because I don't want to deal with the harm I caused, right? And 100%. so that's what made that's what made me think of when I think about like white a lot of white men don't want to like deal with anger. It's like you don't want to deal with the fact that you've harmed me. Um and so I feel like I just want to like mm-hmm. throw that in there. But yeah, we've talked a lot about anger. We we um I don't want it to take all the space. You know, it's really it's it's important. It's a part of us. It's a part of a human experience. And I think whether it's anger or joy or all the things in between um, and beyond those, um, I think the invitation really is just to like give ourselves room. Mm-hmm. Um, especially around some of these emotions that are, that are deemed kind of negative or unacceptable, but anger is yeah. so necessary. And, um, we're here to tell you that it's acceptable to us at least. Um, yeah. so if you got any beef with me, but- you're going to be beefing by yourself because I don't want to, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if you have any beef, you don't be angry. Let's talk about yeah. it. Put, listen, make me put my actions where my mouth is. I don't want, you know, I don't want to be talking about anger is so acceptable and fine, but if you're angry with me, talk to me and we're going to, you know, we're going to try it out. We're going to grow our muscles. So yeah. Yeah. I feel anything that. else you want to add before we skedaddle? <laughs> and the only thing that I would add is just to, to chew on that anger doesn't equal violence and yes. and it can, um, for sure, it can lead to that. It can be part of violence. Um, but I think we need to, in our culture and society, um, 
detangle violence mm-hmm. and anger. Um, yes. And oh, I think that's all. That's all I have to add. That's all you have to add. How, well, how are you feeling? What you feeling yeah, right now? I'm I'm feel- just so funny though because we had a conversation about anger, but I'm just feeling a lot of gratitude and um, joy just to have space um, to process and yeah, like grow my own um, capacities for all of the things. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to try some things out. How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel a little like energized and um, uh, activated is a word, but not activated in a bad way, um, mm-hmm. but just like more live. We're alive, live, alive yeah. awake, alert, enthusiastic. There you go. Stop it. That song. <laughs> Can you tell I went to camp? <laughs> I know. Me too. Golly. Well, yeah. Katie, always an absolute pleasure to be uh, in conversation always. and um, I think, I think we're ready. I know at the beginning of the podcast, we had talked about, we're going to be taking a variety of turns. We're going to talk about uh-huh. things that are socially acceptable and we're going to talk about things that are maybe not so yeah. socially acceptable. So I, I feel the tension in myself right now. One of our questions, we're not going to get to it today, but one of the questions is like, where was Hazel really uncomfortable? And, you know, <laughs> I wasn't today. Well, just and- wait. I wasn't Wait. today, but I know you're you're itching to find a conversation that'll help me feel uh, uncomfortable and push my edges. So, but for today, um, yeah, same. thanks for being human with me. And yeah, and remember, you're only human. You're only human, and you try the best, best that you can. We'll see you next time. All right, later. <laughs>